Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 18th of June, 2015. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, Dave, we got a hell of a show today. We got um, we got one electric guest coming up in a few minutes. And it's uh, going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. We have one of the, you know, this guy's been around as long as you and I have, um, which is pretty close to forever. Sage Lewis, and um, soon to be Democratic candidate for mayor of Akron, Ohio. Sage Lewis will be joining us after the first break here on Webcology. But before we get to Sage, it's one of those weeks. Stuff's been happening. And, you know, getting into the early summer month, into the early summer, you expect stuff to slow down a little bit. Yeah. But not today. So I guess the, the big thing everybody in the, in the search world is talking about, Dave, is the, uh, what's been going on in Google the last couple of days. Yeah. You know what? Personally, I think Google, and, and you're right, you head into summer, you think, all right, things are going to slow down a little bit. Personally, I think this is Google, and, and they used to do this with updates, throwing them in on a Friday. I think they've decided they really hate us. <laughs> and uh, they're like, all right, so let's do this uh, on, uh, we'll keep our updates to Fridays. They didn't on this one, to the one we're going to be talking about today. Um, and we're going to head them into summer when you all would like to relax a little bit or maybe just get work done. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, we got a we got a a, a really major, a very major update uh, coming. What have you seen, Jim? Like what what uh, what are you seeing? Nobody quite knows what it is. What are you seeing? I'm seeing a lot of mixed results actually, and it's hard to put my finger on it. My gut wants this to be Phantom Two Algo filter that you know sort of fits on top of Panda, right? Um, but I don't think it is. But that's what what my gut wants it to be. How to say this? We have seen how-to sites get hammered. Answers.com got hammered. Now, that's a clickbait site, right? I mean, like, Answers makes you go through all those different windows to get to the payoff, whatever that payoff may be. Right. And that's all about um, ads, the ads that are billed by impression. So the more impressions they get, the more ad revenue they get, but it's a really cruddy user experience. And Google has said that that... They really want to target crappy user experiences, and that's you know the, uh, a big part of Panda. But they had a problem. They didn't really have a problem uh, going after bad experience, but Phantom 2 is supposed to reward good user experience, reward you know good page load speeds, um, reward people, reward sites who've taken care to clean up all the stuff that Panda might be reacting to. And you said this. You said this a million times, Dave. When uh, when one page gets rewarded, it's a zero sum game. So if somebody <laughs> goes up to number one, somebody has to descend to number two or lower. Right. So I think we're seeing a lot of volatility right now. And some websites, again, seem to be getting rewarded, and others would appear to be being penalized. But in fact, they're just they're just lowering in rank because something else was promoted higher. Right. That's what I think is happening, but my gut tells me I'm not quite right. I know. It's, it's a really tough one. Here's what we know, and, and there's a great article done by uh, Jennifer over at the SEM Post. Yep. Um, we know, and, and all of this, this is a sort of newsy article. This is all based on stuff we know. Um, it's not Panda. It's not Penguin. It's not HTTPS, which there were some rumors. And even, I mean, you know, you know him. I know him. Dr. Pete, he knows his stuff. Um, yep. But he had asked on, on Twitter – um, no, it's not. Got a confirmation that it's it's not. Um, he's debating, or uh, rather, uh, Jen's debating whether it might be a quality algo, which is sort of your thoughts, right? Like, mm-hmm. a, yeah, you found kind of too. Thing. Um, <clears throat> something that was really frustrating to me. I heard all this. Uh, you know, Moz's weather report <coughs> is going off the charts with it. There are a couple other services I use. <coughs> They're going off the charts. So I immediately started running ranking reports. Um, from two sources, one Moz, um, the other one just our you know internal tools off a off a server down in Phoenix. None of our clients 
were impacted. None. Like I was looking for something. Like no, nothing positive, nothing negative. Just <laughs> nothing. Across the board. All of them just the general like up a couple, down a couple, up a couple, down a couple. Nothing I could actually really lock in on though and go, oh, okay, I see what this is. And that was really frustrating. This is running over dozens of sites. Now, is this At- on a page-by-page basis or a domain basis? Domain basis over dozens or, or sometimes more keywords. Okay. <clears throat> so I was expecting to see something with such a, such a big weather report, but no, obviously not. Well, one of the things that may be expanding the size of the weather report was Wikipedia um, converting over to SSL the other day. And um, I mean, when Wikipedia blows its nose, the web notices because it's just so big, right? So Wikipedia did its transfer over to HTTPS, which is where I think Dr. Pete got the idea, the original idea that this might be an HTTPS um, um, update. Um, and I remember yesterday he was all over asking questions. He uh, asked Alan and I, dude, do you guys know anything about this as an HTTPS update? And well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I don't think so. But then the Wikipedia evidence is introduced, and that did have a uh, have an impact, but it's According to Gary Ellis, who uh, Dr. Pete also inquired to, that's not it. It may have had an impact on search results, but independent of this. Right? Like, well, and indeed. And when, like, correct me if I'm wrong, and I, I could be off base here, but Wikipedia is like the f- first or second search result for just about anything you enter, right? Yeah, pick anything, pretty much, yeah. And there's umpteen gajillion links directed into Wikipedia. So if there's a change at Wikipedia, and I'm not not suggesting this will be a major thing, certainly nothing to set off the weather reports that we're seeing, but if there's a change at Wikipedia, it will have some form of cascade throughout innumerable websites. Oh, for sure. For sure, if not the entire web over time. Indeed. Indeed, in the all things connected in the Googleverse theory, right? Right. So maybe it's a combination of stuff that is just happening all at the same time, and it's really hard to pick out the exact signal to chase after. So Google most certainly did something. Most certainly, then again, my, my gut is, say, 70% over to Phantom 2, but I know I'm missing something here. Right. Um. And that's something that, that I sense I might be missing might just be ancillary changes that are just you know taking place around us because Wikipedia and other large sites have gone HTTPS recently. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just speculating here, right? Well, no, I, I mean, you know what? That's what we're all doing right now. And I have a feeling before, uh, before the next couple of days are out, we'll have more, like we'll have a bit more detail on, on what it was. You know, Google likes to sort of pull back a little bit on their in their what they're vocal about. They'll say what it's not often, but they won't say what it is. You know what's uh, going to happen, eh? We're all going to be sitting down to like Sunday supper on Father's Day, you know? And suddenly our fo- every one of us, every one of the SEO universe, we're all going to be sitting down for uh, Father's Day supper on Sunday and suddenly our phones are going to start going off as people figure out what's going on. <laughs> and Google has ruined Father's Day again. Well, you know, speaking of, of, of ruining things, um, it was yesterday morning... Um, when, when we'd all found out about this update, and you know, Christopher Semfer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Christopher was like an hour off getting off a plane to go on vacation. Oh, man. <laughs> like, oh you poor bugger. <laughs> you're going to spend your whole time in the airport. And you're like, because this is a lot of what he does, right? It's education on like link stuff. And it's like, okay. Fortunately, I think it is. I don't think this is a, a, a link related. Um, algo update. I do tend to side with you. I think this is more on a on a quality side. I'm um, certainly judging from what we've seen. The lack of movement on a lot of our clients actually lends itself more to a, a scenario where, okay, well they all have pretty decent, you know, experiences on their sites, and most of their competitors do fairly well, right? Like in in the experience side, there's no like horror sites or or sites that I would think of um, that would that would get kicked in the butt in the field ranking in the top 10 for most of them. So a little stability there, if it was a quality user experience update, um, would actually make sense. So I do think you're right. I agree, though, with you. I'm, I got the same feeling. I know I'm missing something, too. Um, it'll be interesting to to find out when we can actually hear it from the horse's mouth. And we will eventually. But 
Um, mostly probably in reaction to uh, people saying, hey, is it this? No. Is it this? No. Is it this? No. Don't make me reach back there and hit you, kids. <laughs> Eventually, they'll either give up and tell us or we'll have ruled out everything but one thing. Indeed. Process of elimination. So here's what you do, friends. Write to Gary Isles and write to uh, 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 John Mueller insistently and just don't stop. Eventually, we'll get it right. <laughs> Law of, num- law of large numbers here, eh? <laughs> exactly. Okay, something else happened uh, sometime in the last week. Uh, according to uh, Barry Schwartz over at Search uh, Engine Roundtable, on Friday, June the 12th, have you ever heard of the Google Cricket update? I, I have not. Okay, well, I haven't either. And um, apparently in the UK... A bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of movement, fresh search results, and they're calling it the cricket update. Now, now, if somebody from, like, you know, say, Webmaster World or Reddit or something can come by and explain it to me, well, actually, what, what's, what's the point? I've never understood cricket. I don't <laughs> think you can explain the rules of cricket to me. But I've never heard of this update before. No, I, I hadn't heard of it either. And something that I think, you know, this is where um, folks that have been around, you know, as long as, as you and I have and our upcoming guest, Sage, just to, to plug that interview again, mm-hmm. um, that, that's, uh, that I think might help us is we remember McDar um, <laughs> and, and, and watching updates roll out. It wouldn't surprise me at all to find out that Google's testing elements of an algorithm change that they might have questions about onto seed sets, like onto just smaller portions of um, either smaller portions of the web, like actually just showing changed um, result sets to to sort of small portions of the web sporadically placed, um, or actually just changing them in smaller segments. And I, I know you know what I'm talking about with McDar. We all used to race there to watch updates happen across like 30, 40 um, data centers, and you would watch it sort of propagate out through all of them. That doesn't happen anymore after caffeine, but... Um, you know, we, we did see where they would test. I know you remember it, where they would test. They'd sort of launch something over onto some data centers and then pull it back or whatnot. So it's a good testing method. <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me to find out that that's more what we were seeing is a test um, that they were doing on a, on a smaller scale. Very likely. Very likely. So somewhere in Silicon Valley, somebody made the decision to mess with the limeys. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what? It was actually being reported on. Hey, wait for it. Friday. June 12th. <laughs> so uh, was it was the first report. So this is where I'm saying it also can just be that Google hates SEOs and they were like, let's do this. Let's do this on a Friday. <laughs> okay. We've got a couple minutes. we got one minute. So we got almost no time before we got to go to break. And then we're going to be coming back with Sage. What did you think about that story that, again, this is out of SE Roundtable. Um, I don't know why we have to report on stuff like this because it's so obvious, but Google uh, issued a public service announcement suggesting that you shouldn't add no index directives in your body content because it just might read them. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? What, 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 what are we doing here, man? Like, I, I don't know. Brilliant statement of the obvious there right out of, out of Google. Here's what's really sad. There's a reason they had to put that notice out. This is like do not drink on a bottle of Drano. okay so just in case fans or folks are wondering what we're laughing about apparently some people will put in their body text or in the uh the body content of their of their uh website angle bracket metaname equals robot content equals no index no follow end bracket yeah well what gets me is that they were surprised that this is actually blocking stuff like i understand that that's not the right placement for it but (laughs) like what what is it actually doing there Uh, i've got to wonder who put it there that you would be surprised you would either be doing it intentionally or uh you ripped off somebody else's content right that's the only two scenarios where i can see you ripped off somebody's uh metadata like they're you you probably scraped their site and this ended up as part of it (laughs) Or you, you did you somehow screwed up a, a conversion of your site. Either way, I find it shocking that Google had to tell us that putting this code in your site uh, can hurt your site. 
Now, for what it's worth, there are absolutely appropriate times to use the uh, no index, no follow directive, but not in your body content. No, and not when you want your site to be indexed and followed. <laughs> yep. If, if, if you want some attention from Google, do not tell it to go away. <laughs> okay, that was a public service announcement from Google. We can resume our regular programming right now, and unfortunately, our regular programming includes going to break at this moment, and that's what we're going to do, because we want to come back with Sage Lewis and have a whole bunch of time with him. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger of Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 18th of June, 2015. Stick around. We're coming back with the incomparable Sage Lewis after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 18th of June, 2015. Summer's here in just a couple of days. Don't waste it staying inside unless you're listening to Webmaster Radio. Okay, we're back and we have an exciting guest. Um, Sage Lewis has been involved in the internet marketing realm and the search engine marketing and PPC realm for as almost as long as I can remember. I'd suggest that Sage was one of the pioneers of using video and and, and, and YouTube to uh, you know to bring his SEO wisdom to as many people as he possibly can. He's a sought-after conference speaker, exciting to watch on stage, and he's running for the mayor of Akron, Ohio, and we are lucky enough to have Sage on the air with us right now, Sage Lewis, um, owner of Sage Rock Search Marketing. Welcome to Webcology. Man, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm loving being here. Well, man, you're, you're a busy mayoral candidate. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. Oh, man, I, I was thrilled when you asked. I couldn't wait to do this. So let me, let's just jump right into it. Yeah. 
what do you want to be mayor of Akron for? Uh, well, okay, so there is some interesting local politics inside baseball stuff going on. So we've had a mayor here for 28 years, and he's done a pretty good job. I mean, I'd say really good job. Our downtown is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've never been to Akron, you should definitely check it out because we're, we're very proud people. We love Akron. We love it. And, and, and a big part of that is the downtown that uh, Mayor Don Pasquelic uh, really was instrumental in creating. And at any rate, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he just up and left. He was, he was upset with the newspaper or something like that and kind of left in a huff and left the space open. So that was dramatic. 28 years, right? This guy yeah. just up and leaves. Like we thought we were just all going to die with, you know, Mayor Don Pasquale still being Akron of Mayor. But then, okay, so that's cool. <laughs> then, then the interim mayor steps in, uh, a guy by the name of Gary Moneypenny. And he is uh, my, he was where I've got a building here in East Akron and he's, he was our guy, you know, our, 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 uh, precinct leader, you know, and super cool guy. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. Gary Moneypenny's going to be the next mayor because, you know, he gets, he'd get like we're, the elections, the primaries were going to be in September. So he'd get this whole time as being interim mayor and, you know, building up the thing. And then, you know, Gary, you know, Gary Moneypenny is going to be mayor. A week in as the interim mayor, he does something I, we are imagining. We know that it was inappropriate. And he admits it and leaves, just runs with his tail between his legs and books out of, out of the office. He's like, I'm really sorry. I should have never done that and left. And so, you know, <laughs> we don't know. We don't, it's never been cl- actually classified what happened. But, you know, it's, it, was, I, we, it was something with a woman and I don't know, inappropriate. So I don't know, whatever. But so then I'm like, wow, that is crazy. This is, this is never in 28 years you know, first of all, the mayorship is open. Second of all, Gary Moneypenny loses his chance of being the guy. And I'm like, I got to get in on this mess. This is total chaos. <laughs> 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 and that, that was the amount of thought I put into this. That, you know, <laughs> that was the essence of my deep, thoughtful pursuit of running for mayor. And so I call up the, uh, the board of elections and I'm like, hey, um, is anybody allowed to run for mayor? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, you can run for mayor. I'm like, what do you have to do? And they're like, well, you have to get 50 signatures from Akron um, Democrats uh, by tomorrow at four. And I'm like, all right. And then it was by that time, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. And they're like, but your first hurdle is you have to get here by 4.30 because we're closing if you want to get the, you know, the paperwork. And so I book down to the, the board of elections. They're super awesome people. I get my paperwork and I'm like, oh, 50 signatures. There's nothing to that. That's, that's easy schmeasy. Uh-huh. It's a nightmare, a nightmare. Like people look at you like, I mean, I was laughed at. They're like, what, you want to run for mayor? And, and, and people wouldn't sign. And like, they're just, you know, people like there are so many people that don't vote and will never vote. And I mean, one guy thought he was under surveillance uh, you know, like the, like the, the, the government was watching him. Um, and so it turns out I got 65 signatures, but it was uh, just under the wire. I, you know, I had to be there by 4 p.m. And uh, but I got them. And so but now Monday is the official day where they officially declare me a proper candidate. You know, my signatures have to validate. And so we're just waiting for that. But I have, you know, but, but I'm in this game, hardcore. And, and I think because of, actually, I owe it, I owe everything I've learned about web marketing to the internet community. I've never really, I, don't, I, I think maybe I've been on Webmaster Radio at some conferences and stuff, but I've never been, have, had the opportunity to be a call-in guest like this. And so I just want to take this moment for all old school marketers, you know, digital marketers out there, and thank you for everything you've taught me over the years because I'm applying it full force to this campaign. And already, I mean, I'm getting people off kilter. They don't really know what to do with me. Well, as we're Sage, back at you. You've, taught, you've shared a lot of your wisdom and knowledge over the years. And I'm, I'm curious, yeah. um, from your web marketing background, how much of the skill, uh, how many of the skills that you've learned in web marketing are you bringing to, the, to this campaign? Well, 
I would say all of them because I have no money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is all I have. Like right now, I, well, so far I have, I've gotten $150 in donations and the front runner is expected to uh, flush the system with about $700,000. Yeah. So uh, it is, it is, and there's, I don't, you know, I am not independently wealthy. I don't have that kind of, of scratch. Um, and so I am playing a real guerrilla marketing game here. Um, I'm blogging at least once a day, if not four or five times a day. Hardcore social media remarketing. Uh, I just I just launched my first uh, YouTube video ad, and I'm you know I'm remarketing everybody. And so like there is going to be some uh, traditional marketing. Like, you know, I, I got to do some signs, I guess, but I'm never going to be able to pay for radio, I don't anticipate, or TV. And so it's just going to be hardcore guerrilla stuff. And, 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 and my, my political uh, hero in all of this is Barack Obama. I mean, I was just talking here at the office about, but, you know, it was supposed to be Hillary Clinton six years ago that won. And he comes in with this total ground game of social media and changes everything. And if he did it, I can do it. You know, I, I, I got to say, first, uh, you'd mentioned that you're you're sending people a little off kilter. Uh, there's yeah. no part uh, by any of our listeners who know you. I think that I was not falling off my seat. I don't think any of our listeners were surprised to hear that. So I'm glad that that <laughs> part's entertaining. Yeah, uh, right. It, it's funny you, you'd mentioned uh, Barack Obama, and I thought, yeah, as a Democrat, it makes perfect sense going the the guerrilla route because we'd seen it before. We've seen it be successful before for them. Yeah. So what? I mean, and and you know, being. What's calling a spade a spade outgunned in money, right? Like that's yeah. that's yes. going to happen. Um, so, what do you do on like where are what do you do when you're trying yeah. to fight against somebody who has substantially and, and you know it works for politics. It works. You know, we've all worked for companies that have had smaller budgets than yeah. bigger companies that you're trying. What do you do like when you're saying guerrilla marketing? What do you do? To possibly yeah. get those get those toes in and beat something like one hundred and fifty dollars versus seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, right. So the the first, like, you have to play to your strengths. Everybody has strengths, and the 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 political scene here in the United States is very pessimistic. You know, our our Congress, they they have never had a lower approval rating in the history of Congress. We hate our Congress. We hate we hate these um, uh, these professional politicians. We're just over it. And so that's my first thing is that I just play hard into the fact that I, I haven't even so much as shook the hands of these guys, much less talked to them or been in the same room as them. I don't know anything about politics. And, and, and that, like the, the media here in, uh, in Cleveland, Akron, it's, you know, it's about a 40-mile difference. They, they like to, they're like, and he is proud that he isn't a politician. And that's all I've got. Like, I have to be proud. I, I, and I am. I am proud I'm not a politician because it is what separates me. It is, it is, it's me. There are, there's, there's, there are four mainstream candidates and me. And so as a marketer, it's branding. Like, I have to be like, what is my brand? And my brand is I'm an outsider and I have something different. And so, like, so, so then I don't have to be this negative campaign guy, which I'm realizing that's what they're going to have to do because they're all the same people. They're just insiders, lifers, political lifers, you know, they just, uh, that have been ordained by the, the Democratic Party. And, 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 and so, so, of course, they have to go negative because they have nothing else that differentiates themselves. So, 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 but, but I can go super positive because I, like, you know, I, I just, I don't know anything about politics. All I know is business and I know tech and I know entrepreneurship. And that is what, and they don't know any of that stuff. They don't know well, any of that. And if I can just jump in for a sec, Sage, you said that all you got is being a non-politician, and I'm inclined to disagree with you because <laughs> you run a, a successful search marketing company. Yeah. You've established a small tech hub in, uh, in Akron already, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be bringing that knowledge to the mayor's chair and, you know, hyping tech as a uh, job creator. But is, is in the Akron area, is tech a uh, employment solution? Well, so a, 
the, the big issue, we, uh, you know, every city has big issues, right? I mean, education and, and this sort of thing. But I believe maybe our, our, our biggest issue is our declining population. We're now under 200,000 people. We're something like about 198,000 people, and we're losing roughly a couple thousand a year. Wow. And so it is, this is the, like, the writings on the wall for us to, you know, become a, you know, just not the great city that we, that, that we are. You know, we, can, we, we will just fade. And so uh, that's my deal. Like, that's the thing I'm interested in. And, and, and then, and we've had, like, we've had these, these um, you know, these consultants come in and we pay them like $75,000 and they're like, what you need is outside dining. You need bicycle racks on your buses. And I'm like, yeah, that stuff is cool. But what we really need are jobs because we have University of Akron. It's like about a mile from my office right here, 40,000 students and most of them leave town because there's no jobs. And it's not because they hate Akron. There's just nothing to do here. And I mean, we have jobs, don't get me wrong, but I mean, we don't have 40,000 jobs. And so my, my position is as a tech entrepreneur, I believe I can, I can help these businesses with the inspiration of, of government. You know, I don't, I'm, I, as a, as a, you know, I'm this kind of weird Democrat, right? Like I'm a small business Democrat. And so I believe in both government and in, in business. And, 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 and so, you know, I don't think that government is going to sol- solve this problem, but I do believe that government inspiring and envisioning small business to solve this problem is crucial because it's never been uh, something we talk about. And we have some incubators. We have, we have some things going on. There's some really cool little tech things going on in Akron. But I believe if we can be the center of entrepreneurial innovation, I think we can turn that uh, de- declining population around. I think we can do it. And, and I don't think my, my opponents have any idea how to do that. And I live that. I, I grind out new business all the time. It's what I do. So I think I got a story. Well, I, 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 I've got it. Like for, for, our, for our listeners who maybe don't know you, haven't met you, haven't had a chance to hear you speak, I think it's coming across that you uh, are a pretty excited kind of guy uh, and, and charismatic. So I, I got to ask. How much are you looking forward to the debates? I mean, you've got to just oh. be bubbling waiting for these. I, I'm begging them. I'm begging them. So as an outsider, you know, I, I like – I've been a side – you know, I, I, for me, I'm not really like a, a sports guy. I'm a politics guy. I've always been like, you know, a Monday morning quarterback on, uh, on, 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 on politics. And so I know that, um, you know, them debating me – is very risky for them and it gives me nothing to lose. And so I'm really, really, really into this debating thing. If I can get one of them to sit down in front of a camera with me, that is gold. That is gold. And now, now there are things that I got to bone up on. So we have, there are 770 cities in the United States that have um, this sewer problem. So, so these older cities have uh, all of their, their sanitation water and their, their rain runoff water all go in the same pipes. And so what happens is when rain happens, like this stuff overflows and like literally crap dumps into our rivers. And the EPA has come to these 770 cities and said, you must fix this. And this is a multi-billion dollar project. And so like this is like, and our answer is, well, we're going to dig more holes, you know, and holes are cool. Like we are going to, we have a, we have a 27 foot diameter boring machine that's going to dig like mile long holes to help uh, conquer this issue. Um, But we all, but Philadelphia is doing something amazing with their issue. They have the exact same problem. They are um, making their city green because their theory is if you can slow the water down, then it won't overflow. And so they're doing um, roof gardens. They're just doing all this green stuff. And I think our city could be just uh, be amazing. And so like so that's one of the things that, that I'd be interested in knowing what their their position is. The first thing I'm going to do is cut the uh, the mayor's salary. The mayor currently was making one hundred ninety eight thousand dollars. I'm going to make it twice. I'm going to make it twice the household income. Here in Akron, the household income is thirty-four thousand, so I'm going to take sixty-eight thousand, which is more than enough to live very comfortably in Akron because our cost of living is so low. And so, like, I'm really trying to get in and educated on this stuff. Like, my my next conquering is the city budget. Like, I've got to understand 
uh, what their capital expenditures are and that sort of thing. So that's my next thing. So I'm trying to get up to speed as fast as possible on stuff that they might try and hit me on that they would think I don't know much about. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to get in that <laughs> ring with them. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's, let's now, do it. You got, you got a strong analytic mind, Sage. I have no doubt you'll be able to grasp and you know, add nuance to, to any of the things that you study. We would be completely remiss if we didn't ask you a couple of... I, I know you got to go soon. we got to go to break soon. You have a, another radio show you're doing in half an hour. But i got to ask a search question if that's cool. I would love it. It'd be total, totally remiss to have you on the air and not ask. I'd be um, honored. Our first segment, we were talking about the... Uh, the menacing phantom that seems to be out there. Um, the uh, stuff that's been happening at Google this week. Um, what's your gut say? So you're talking what? Are you talking quality? Uh, is uh, that the yeah issue? yeah the the yeah. the, the, uh, the, the bolt on to panda? You know right 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 right. Um, I'm loving it. This I, you know I believe we are in an era of artificial intelligence. Uh, that that the, that the the algorithm is 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 starting to think. Is and of course, of course, are we going to find examples where it has gotten it wrong? Absolutely, a hundred percent. But I, I, I think that ultimately, what we're seeing here is in the right direction. And what it allows me to do as a search marketer is it allows me to sell quality to my clients. Because before this, all they would they would come to me and be like, well. My friend hired this uh, this guy from India to get a thousand links for fifty bucks. Why can't you do that? And I was I'm sick of like the hearing that. <laughs> I'm sick of it. And so you know I wrote a book on link building, and it's all about quality. It's all, you know link building is about being useful and relevant to the to the internet space. And so I love the phantom quality update. I uh, and and you know and just just from a just from a positioning point of view because I every sales call now I get to go in and I get to be like look you want to do SEO you need to be great you need to do amazing things you need to contribute valuably to the landscape and so it it just it lets me help my clients create great websites so I'm all about it well here here I I really appreciate hearing that um and 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 the way you phrased it Sage, I know we got to let you go. We, we have to go to break in a moment. Um, and I, I know you have a, a – you're running for mayor. you got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> just want to take the time to uh, thank you for, for, for uh, standing up to the plate. Not a lot of people do it. You're doing it. So thank you. Uh. And, uh, you know, I've, 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 Dave just asked in the, uh, in the chat window here, if people wanted to donate to your campaign, um, how are you accepting donations? Uh, well – any help you could give me, even social media, just just uh, sharing articles. I like I say, I blog every day. Um, anything you could do like that would blow my mind. You just go to sagelewis.com, and um, and and this this will be, this is a a uh, uh, you know this is getting the tech SEO digital marketing community in politics, and this is what's coming. We are the we're the batters up. We have been the the you know the kind of the back alley kids for decades now, and now we are going to be the people in authority. Um, Jim Kukrell, another uh, local uh, digital marketer, he's running for council up in Cleveland. So oh, brilliant. We're, I, like yeah, I know, right? Guy. I know. He's awesome, right? So we're, we are, we are, our time is coming, and, and, and I am so proud of the SEO community. I'm so proud of what we have done to help businesses become um, current and relevant, and so, so I will always... Um, promote in the best of light everything that, that has happened in the digital community. So thank you guys. I love you all so much and th- I really, really appreciate you having me on. Well, uh, Sage Lewis, um, and again, uh, Sage Rock Search Marketing and now Democratic uh, candidate for mayor of Akron, Ohio. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Webcology. Uh, totally my pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thank Looking you. forward to talking to you later. Be well, eh? Thank you, guys. You too. Friends, that was Sage Lewis, um, longtime search marketer, uh, clearly excited about the, uh, mar- the, the, the marketing environment and his uh, new challenge, running for mayor of Akron, Ohio. Uh, love the idea from Philadelphia about the rooftop gardens. Eh? That's, that's innovative, cool thinking. Yeah. Where do you want to go with this, Dave? We got a few stories out there that, uh, that we wanted to cover. 
Uh, you know what? Let's just to make sure we get it in here. Uh, let's talk thumbtack just because it's a, a quick and easy one. It's, it, it certainly was, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure, it sure was. I wish um, all of my clients that had come to us going, hey, we got hit with a penalty, uh, could have theirs reversed in less than a week. Uh, for, for our listeners who don't know us, last week we were reporting on Thumbtack getting a penalty, which is a uh, Google, in part, funded uh, company. Um, they got caught, uh, link spamming, and now magically they are out. John uh, Mueller over at Google is saying this has nothing to do with the fact that they're associated with Google. It's just that they did a really good reconsideration request, and, and that's the ticket in. Uh, what do you think, BS or not? Well, you know, I don't want to uh, uh, impugn John in any way whatsoever. I'm just curious how many, uh, how many um, thumbtack points he got for that. Because <laughs> if you remember... Thumbtack was trading this gamification points thing if you gave them a link. So yep. give them a link, we'll give you a few points. <laughs> Just, I don't mean, seriously. Tell you what, friends, everybody send me 10 bucks and I'll give you a few points, I promise. <laughs> like, seriously, that, that's, that's the craziest link scheme ever. And they got, they got penalized for it because they were giving something away for the link. They're buying right. the link for all intents and purposes. Which is an egregious sin in the Google world, especially if you're caught. But as you said, Dave, <laughs> really only a Google-funded project. Yeah. Do you think that made a difference, really? Well, yeah. I have to say, I don't think the conclusion would have had to make a difference. I think if they were still in violation, they would not be cleared to, to, to go that route. Do I think that this is faster than... I tend to see reconsideration requests addressed and that I'm surprised it even got in front of somebody that fast if it went through the general systems. Uh, You know, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't had to do one in a few months. Um, So, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they've sped up. But to me, this is just too fast. They may have fixed it. I don't think they got preferential treatment. Google doesn't tend to do that. So there is a difference here in, in what I'm saying is kind of like, a bit of BS on, on the part of Google. As far as I'm concerned, I don't even think John necessarily may be lying. He may be being kept out of the loop or he may believe he's right. Um, but this is just for, for those of us with experience in dealing with reconsideration requests, Jim, I'm sure you've had to do something. I'm sure many of our listeners have less than a week. I, I, I never go, hey, client, I'm done. I'm doing your reconsideration request. It'll be less than a week before you're, before you're back. Like it, it, You just don't. Um, because that's an abnormally short period of time. I think they probably got some preferential treatment there on that side. I don't think they would have been given the pass if they had actually still been in violation. Uh, but when we come back from break, uh, Jen over at the SEM Post uh, found some other interesting things uh, about Thumbtack that we may want to chat about. Okay, and we're going to have to keep you hanging on that, folks, because uh, the, the problem is studio has been fixed. We are about to take a commercial break now because we're kind of obliged to. So, on behalf of Dave Davis and being stuck in the marketing, this is your manager, didn't always mean you listen to web calls, you know, it's the 18th of June, 2015, and we'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. Um, I, I, I just got to say, Dave, uh, Sage is a class guy. He just messaged me on Facebook thanking us like over and over about being on, about the interview. Yeah, he's and a I'm, super guy. He's, yeah, one of the. I love people in the search. Fifteen years later, and I gotta say, you people rock. Okay, so uh, uh, Jen, Jen Slag over at uh, uh, SEM Post publishes the article "Why Some Penalties Are Removed Faster," according to Google. Um, what do we got here, Dave? Um, well, it's you know what's interesting. It's actually an article she had written back on the fifteenth. Um, that I that I found really cute. It's funny because thumbtacks all over the place right now. Um, but she had written one, and what ended up being the case? It, it turns out this wasn't the only thing they were doing wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh. just so you know, um, there was some blog comment spam um, that they had found, including as she had found in her digging from some pornography uh, websites in there. You know, it's not that I think they were targeting porn, but it just landed in there. But now, and this this makes the case for. Again, it's it's just too short a time frame for me to honestly believe there was there was nothing involved here to even submit for it to be seen that quickly. But um, she brings up a very very valid point. Looking at majestic data, um, and I looked at it myself, and yep, the data she's using is right. Um, looking at the majestic data, they had already begun link removal. Now it wasn't on the badges; it was on the blog spam. But they had already begun the link removal process. Um, okay. So clearly they had a team already involved with that so that they could react very, very quickly to it makes sense because they already had somebody addressing it. Um, I do think, yeah, when you're pitching and Google can see these removals happening at the same time and going, we are, we're on this, right? Like, and, and clear evidence because it was happening long before the penalty was actually doled out where they were already starting to clean this stuff up. So do I think that them getting out, and, and Jen, it's a great piece, and, and backs, it's her data that totally backs this, uh, credit where it's due, um, that they got out is no surprise once you know all the, all the information and can see, yeah, if I did the pitch and it was clear that I'd already been cleaning stuff up, do I think Google would be all right with it? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think under the same circumstances, it would have it cleared Google. Do I think it would have happened in less than a week? I doubt Google Eyes would have laid on it in less than a week, <laughs> but um, but you know we can debate timelines. The official word from Google is that it doesn't uh, that there was no uh, there was no favoritism being played. Um, the chances are the reviewer didn't know, so I got to get the Google line there just for to be fair. It just yep. seems a little suspicious to me on that timeline. Well, I think you're I think you are um, absolutely right in Google uh, noting your intent as you go along. They can see that a webmaster is trying to do the right things. And they can see this in real time. I imagine their reviewers are also given this information so they can they can judge your actions. Um, yeah, we know that there's a bunch of spammy stuff here, but we really see them trying to clear out spammy stuff, so we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and this happens. So, like, your friends out there, if you find yourself in a, a quote-unquote penalized position... Honestly, just start working on it. Get your reconsideration in, of course, but start working on it immediately, and you'll probably get some uh, some degree of loving at any rate from a reviewer who sees that you're trying to take the right steps. Well, and I think something that is playing to their favor in this case, or, or something that would have been, because I, I've submitted um, reconsideration requests and gotten back a, no, you still have links that violate Google's guidelines. You know, here's a couple examples. We've all seen those, those emails. Um, now, clearly, there are still links um, that they have that 
will be in violation and are probably not part of disavows. They may not even know where they all are yet. They might, they might not. I, I don't know how that's, that's all playing out. But I think one of the things that is playing for them right now is that their activities on removal predate um, the actual penalty itself. So to webmasters out there that know you might have some less than savory links um, sitting in your, in your backlink profile, um, if you do get a penalty, it's, to me anyways, this looks like it's, it's a message that if you have a penalty, if you're waiting until you get the penalty to try and fix things, it's going to take you a lot longer and be a lot harder if you've shown that activity ahead of time. I think Google does give you a little bit of leeway. That's, that's what's clear here is they're giving a little bit of leeway when they can see real proactive work being done before the penalty was, was unloaded on them. Well, and, and, and this may be a really opportune time to uh, suggest that webmasters go and take a look at uh, their link profiles. Yeah. Do this via Majestic. You can do it via Webmaster Tools if you want. Um, oh, you mean Search Console? What a stupid name. Anyway. Yeah, yeah Search Console. Yeah, my mistake. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm so stuck in the dark ages. I, I know. So am I. I pulled it that just this morning. So I'm with you. Um, don't you, you, you walk in and you tell, you tell your staff to check uh, Webmaster Tools. They all look at you and go, Search Console, stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, you, then you, you fire them. There, That's right? okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so we know from uh, you know talk at SMX West a couple of um, sorry SMX Advanced a couple of weeks ago in Seattle, a panda update is imminent, yeah. and um, they say they're going to be rolling out a new penguin very soon. So if you're thinking about links, if that if there's something in your stomach that's bugging you about your link profile, now's the time. Agreed. 100% agreed. Get it cleaned up. And you know what? If nothing else, you might get hit with that penguin still, but at least you can show activity before. Well, and there you go. And you know, maybe some of that thumbtack magic will rub off on you. <laughs> Indeed. I know we just got a, a minute left, so something... Public service announcement from from from, from us, I guess, because it's it's a neat yeah. thing. You heard about Google Trends? Yeah, <clears throat> um, they've gone just for our listeners who don't know this yet. They've gone real time, so you can get real time uh, trending. Um, to me, really, really interesting, especially if you're. I mean both academically because sometimes you're just interested in the news going on um, around you and knowing what's uh, what's taking off and what's not. Uh, but I, I think for, as a marketer, um, this is great, being able to like tighten in on a location and, uh, and actually see what's trending on specific areas so that you can, you can use that as part of your uh, marketing platforms, for, uh, especially for localized sites and, and, and their content development strategies. Absolutely. And there's the music. So here we go. Um... On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Media in Toronto. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 18th of June, 2015. There's amazing content coming up on Webmaster Radio after the news. Stick around, friends, and we'll be back next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.